For three decades, Ken Minyard hosted the most listened to morning radio program in Los Angeles. The Ken and Bob Company dominated the ratings for most of the 70s and 80s. Then came Ken and Barkley, followed by Minyard and Tilden. Late in his radio career, Ken paired with his son, uh, that'd be me, Rick Minyard, for a syndicated show called Minyard and Minyard. In recent years, we've been conducting our show on social media. So this is, we suppose, a natural offshoot of that. Minyard and Minyard, do a podcast. From the unparalleled beauty of Oxnard by the Sea in Southern California to the wild beauty of the Sierra foothills and the home of Mark Twain's Jumping Frogs of Calaveras County, it's time for Minyard and Minyard Do a Podcast featuring me, Ken Minyard, the father, and Rick Minyard, the kid. Man. Got all the way through it, man. That was... I'm going to need a moment to compose myself. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank that, you. They don't have a, an a, a Emmys or anything for uh, for podcasts. Pod, not yet. They will, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sure after that intro. Sa- save that, will you? There's it's a new a category. Good. They'll just make a category up for that, for sure. That was beautiful. I would just like to clarify for anyone who had any questions that I am the very, very woke <laughs> Ken Minyard. I went to uh, oh, get no. a blood test, blood test today. Yeah, wore my mask. Of course, they'd have thrown me out if I hadn't. But, well, but I would still. have done it anyway. Yeah. Right, right. I wear it in the grocery store when Jackie makes me. Uh, <laughs> when she makes you. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, uh-huh. I have. Um, oh, I've been fully vaccinated. Yeah. What else is there? Is there anything else? Mm, not much. That's not much, is it, to ask? No, and but yet, that that qualifies you as being woke. Yeah, you're so woke. Exactly. Exactly, and, and and I believe I, we're going to lead off somehow. I mean, I just happened to mention that, but I'm just looking at our notes, our show notes, and mm-hmm. I think we're going to deal with that right here, aren't we? We will. We will be, mm-hmm. for sure. You want to get to get to it let's right get, away? Yes, let's do the... No, wait a minute. Uh, and now it's time for... Soundorama. You can... Only expect so much perfection. Yeah, well, you know, we we we're, we don't rehearse anything. <laughs> when you mentioned show notes, it almost made me nervous. <laughs> That's that sounds sounds like we prepared more than. Well, let me put it this way: I've got the show notes. Yeah, Rick's got the sound. It right. works out nicely that way. Yeah, and usually we don't compare. <laughs> I have no idea what your notes say. Yeah, and today and, you actually sent me what we're going to hear in the Soundorama. Yeah, I gave gave you a heads up. But you mentioned woke, uh, so I guess cancel culture and woke are kind of synonymous. Would you well, agree with yeah, that? Well, uh, yeah, the the woke people uh, are, are the guilty ones- of canceling. Is, is yeah, they're guilty of causing cancellation. So okay. it, it it interchangeable really. Uh, if you're if you're mad about woke, you're mad about the cancel culture. Yeah, so, except unless you're the one doing the canceling. Yeah, that's the that's the little hitch. But yeah, we'll get into that. I'd like to hear what who we who do we well, have talking about? David, Is this the David, first thing? Yeah, we have David Cross, who's a, a comedian. He was on um, what is it? What what's the what oh yeah, um, uh, Arrested Development. Arrested Development, right? He's he's a funny guy. He uh, but he's responding, I think, to Bill Maher and and um, Dave Chappelle and some of those who are 
pissed off that they tell, you know, anti-trans jokes and people get upset and all that stuff. Uh, and they're uh, upset about the wokeness. Um, but uh, David Cross had some thoughts on that real quick here. All the, the comics who bitch and moan about, you know, hey, they're trying to cancel me for this joke I made. It, it's most of the time it's a nothing joke and it doesn't matter. And And now you are positioning yourself as this bullshit voice of I'm, they're not going to cancel me you can't silence me for what your dumb joke that about trans people who gives a shit I mean is it that important to you just move on and not hurt you know hundreds of thousands of people so he'll get thrown out of the comedian club well uh, not all of them not all of them it, you know who else has dealt with uh, with that, and I think very effectively, Ricky Gervais. He dealt with the trans. You know, it's exactly right. He's, a, he's one that gets canceled all the time. I mean, he gets they bitch about him. I don't know if he's been canceled much yeah. because he doesn't people worry. Come to see he, his show. He makes it a bit. And mm -hmm. for instance, mm -hmm. I mean, good grief, what he does at the what is it? Which one is it? The Academy Awards or the Grammys or which one is he? Has he hosted? He just skewers Grammys, the shit out of Grammys, people. I, yeah, it's not the Academy. I don't think it's the Academy. It, it's I the Grammys. He's he's great. He's one of the mm -hmm. best. Um, who else? Uh, oh, have you seen? Uh, there's a new uh, Netflix. Jim Jeffries. Who I haven't seen it yet, but I'm damn sure going oh, to see he it. He deals with this very subject. He says, "Okay, all right." And he addresses the Chappelle and the. I don't know if he mentions Bill Maher by name. But he, uh, he talked about Gervais and all that. I'm going to talk about trans. And and he he, pre he felt like he had to preface it by saying, I'm a big, big supporter of the gay community. Trans, you know, and then there's jokes to be made there. There are kind of funny situations that can arise. And he points some of those out. And um, he's very, well, uh, very Dave, raunchy. Dave, very Dave raunchy. Chappelle is one of the subjects I want to get to. But I'd like to hear first from... Um, who is it? Uh, oh, Sarah Silverman. Sarah Silverman. Sarah, by the way, she's been hosting the Daily Show. They've had their rotating, you know, troop of, of mm -hmm. hosts. I think they're trying to settle on somebody. But boy, if this—I've seen some of her clips, and if this, these are any indication, she's—if she wants the gig, I'm sure she could get it. Problem is, I haven't, it's I such haven't a, seen it. She, she's funny. I don't. I used to every night watch the daily show yeah but then uh, that was when we could get it here on the west coast at eight o'clock at night so uh, i had it all recorded and everything then they switched it to eleven thirty, and i don't stay up that late and i really <laughs> don't want to watch it the next day so i haven't well you can see it, all the high you get to see all the highlights uh, yeah. if you want to watch it through uh, that are streaming but here's sarah, sarah silverman dealing with this this whole woke stuff i think she uh she handles it in a Fun way. Are you guys familiar with the TV network Newsmax? Yeah. Oh, you are. It's basically <laughs> it's basically an even more far right Fox News. Like if your crazy uncle had a crazy uncle. <laughs> anyway, a reporter from Newsmax was at the White House yesterday, and he asked a very Newsmaxy question. One of the most prominent themes that we hear from both elected Republicans and, and candidates. Um, has to do with uh, what is called wokeism. And so we hear so much talk about woke capitalism, a woke military, and so on. And by way of trying to clarify this for the American people, I wonder if we couldn't begin with a threshold question to wit, is President Biden woke? First of all, to wit, okay, Frazier. <laughs> 
these guys are always like the left are coastal elites. Now, prithee tell, doth thou be woketh? <laughs> a person who says to wit is usually a to what? <laughs> this guy really thinks, is Joe Biden woke was like a hard-hitting question. What I know woke to mean is like, learning new things about people or the world and then acting accordingly, like basic kindness, maybe a gesture of care to people who are more vulnerable than you. You know, you know what? Actually, you wouldn't like it. It's Jesus stuff. But um, they're like, yeah, but I want them to push it on me. Nobody's pushing shit on you. You're acting like a beta cuck. Like, right is really just an umbrella term so that they don't have to say specifically that they're pieces of shit. Like, it feels cooler to say I'm not woke than the truth, which is I'm terrified of what I don't understand and I only know how to process that as anger because I can't look inward. To wit. <laughs> yeah, she, she's very good. I, I, I Let's get into this now. Um, she, the, when people go, it, by the way, you hear woke, from the no people that consider themselves non-woke. You don't hear well, Democrats going out talking may I? about wokeness or anything. May yeah, I? I know, I'm gonna, oh, I know okay. what you're going to say. Oh, okay. I'm going to get to okay. that and give you credit. But, okay. but when you hear these politicians on the right going out talking about woke, they never, as just, she just said, they never talk about what woke means. Mm -mm. But they don't have to. It's a, it's a signal. It's, it's, a, it's a buzzword. It's a code, buzzword. code speak. And yeah. what it means is... They are against women's health care. Uh, uh, they're anti-immigrant. Uh, they they believe women don't have the right to choose. Uh, you know, if those... you're if you're at all uh, sympathetic to the plight of the homeless, you're woke. Right. If you are in favor of guns or opposed to gun laws, you are woke. So when you say talking about woke, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. They just don't want to have to be specific about it. The uh, and, and then you've got the other side. You've got two, basically two lines. You've got one line that's the politicians, as I just described. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the other track, which is the comedians, like Bill Maher, who mm -hmm. just pisses me off. Yeah, I know. He's, he's rubbing you wrong. For he said, he said, um, the, he's, he, what was it he said? He's, he said, we're just, we're just, he, he's anti-woke. He right. said, we're just in favor of free speech. Yeah, well. How, does, he, does he have a brain? <laughs> free speech is what the people you call woke are doing. Right. If, Engaging if somebody, in it. If yeah. somebody criticizes, uh, criticizes Marr or Dave Chappelle, and I, by the way, I like Dave Chappelle. Yeah, brilliant, I saw his, brilliant. His, his show, and I didn't see anything wrong with it. I think he was trying to make the opposite point of what they're accusing oh, yeah. him of. But nevertheless, there are a lot of people that are uh, uh, don't like Dave Chappelle for that reason. And he has apparently been canceled in some dates, as Bill, maybe but, Bill Maher has, I don't know. But when you say you're just standing up for free speech, what, the people who are opposed to what you're saying are also that, engaging in free speech. That's course. what the First Amendment is about. What's they, they, happened they, to you? He would say, Maher would say, quit being so sensitive. Yeah. Couldn't we say the same thing, Bill? Just quit being yeah. so sensitive, right? <laughs> you are you are you are engaging in you're a comedian. You're an edgy comedian. That's that goes with the territory. If you're not pissing people off and people like Jim Jeffries and, and Ricky Gervais have figured that out. You mm -hmm. know? They, and, and Chappelle to a certain extent. 
Chappelle, Chappelle, you know, Chappelle's doing fine. He's, yes, he's, of course you know. he is. He, you and, know, it's just you guys quit you, being anti woke. Can I say it now? I was going to give you credit. Oh, okay. You, so well, go ahead. Rick go ahead. mentioned this a couple of weeks ago and been trying to get into the show. He made a very good point. He said the anti woke and cancel culture. That's the new woke. Right. If you're anti-woke like that, that's the new woke. You're the new, you're at the leading edge of, by bitching about it, Ron uh-huh. DeSantis is is woke mm. by being as anti-woke as he is. Every time he stands up, he complains about something being woke. I have the definition of woke here somewhere. Yeah. It's a term originally used to deal with race in America, and the woke people uh, are defined as being people who are sensitive to the plight of, of black Americans. Okay. It's, it's spread out to be more issues than that. Right. But that's basically what it's about. So when you're accusing people of being woke, by definition, you're accusing them of being decent. <laughs> decent. Yeah, decent. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, 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 you know, Marr complaining that people are too sensitive while he's being too sensitive. That's, that, you know, <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, what kind of world we're living in a parallel universe here. So I, I I just, and, and he thinks that's the number one issue in America today. He he, he I know he the keeps, world is crumbling because people don't like him, and some people protest against him. And his friend Dave Chappelle, the same thing. Shut up. Yeah, it's just uh, stop being so woke. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's true. Uh, yeah. Because you hear you hear you hear that it's become a cliche with them. Every speech. That any politician makes, you will find woke in there once or twice, oh. in, or maybe at ten times. Oh, right wing, only right the right wing. Right yeah. Wing or, yeah, yeah, yeah. The right wing. That's the new thing. They get a they get a rise out of the Fox News or Newsmax uh, a crowd that's at their their deal, and that's they don't even know what they're applauding. They just know woke means woke. Li- liberal. Woke is bad. Woke, woke is bad. Uh, Listen, uh, you talking about woke. Oh, boo, boo. Yeah. 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 And if you find a woke uh, uh, comedian or actor or something, what do they do? Cancel him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he's woke. You better cancel him. Wait a minute. You're upset usually when advertising boycotts, you complain about those being cancel mm-hmm. culture. Yet you'll engage in cancel culture. You just won't call it that. It's just these people. Well, listen, Sean Penn, known as a liberal, was on with Bill Maher. All right. uh, And he complained complained about the woke people who criticized straight men for being in a... In a, uh, a big, oh, and as a gay character playing as a, a gay, gay character yeah. having a gay relationship yeah. that they should have gay actors doing that. It happened to be on the same week that that beautiful episode of a straight man and a gay man coming together. It had some love scenes. It was a oh, wonderful. Uh, what was the episode. show that was on uh, uh, HBO's Lost uh, Last of Us? Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I and, didn't see it, but and, but it but so it does happen. But it's up to you can criticize if you want, but it's up to the producers and directors to make that decision. And you have a right to not like that. Wait a decision. minute. It, but isn't that a form of wokeness? <laughs> Sean, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying. They, they, they've blurred the lines of what they think it means. Yeah, they don't know. What and they're are they advocating canceling the straight actor from playing yeah. that role? Yeah, exactly. They don't. You guys are confused. Stop fucking focusing what, on what it. He was saying he remember. Um, Okay, uh, my oh, play an old person sound. Mm-hmm. Thank you. It's it's in effect now. He played 
the San Francisco. Oh, he, Harvey he, Milk. Thank you. Harvey Milk. He played Harvey Milk. Yeah. And he was saying he couldn't do that today. Yes, you could. You can. Because it's just been done. Well, right. We don't, just shut up about it. Just play it. Quit. <laughs> you know, there will be people that don't like it. You know, we should have gay actors play gay, you know. Okay. You know, but that just. Everybody it, is entitled to their opinion, basically. Uh, and we're talking to that other track, that comedian track. Yeah. Everybody is entitled to their opinion to express it, to, to organize, to protest. That's part of the American way. Right. And, and that's just let him, let him, let somebody not like it. That doesn't anything. And if, and if you, if somebody appears, you know, some Hitler appears on stage and you want to protest, you have a right to do that. Right. And the guy playing Hitler has a right to be Hitler. By our I, constitution. I love the, you know, the DeSantis people and the right wingers who are upset about drag shows. My God, drag shows. They're wanting to cancel them. <laughs> and yeah. These are the same people that will cancel, you know, or complain about way, cancel culture. It and used to be that male actors played females in shows. Well, and that was just a matter of course. Have this you, was a couple hundred years ago. Monty Python. You couldn't yeah. do Monty Python or... or, or Benny Hill or Jack Benny. Didn't Jack Benny used to dress as a woman I, sometimes? I don't think so. Not that I know of anyway. I don't. Uh, I mean, on his skits and stuff. I well, think, I, yeah. I that's what, what I'm saying. Had. Yeah. But I don't think so. Oh, uh, oh, maybe. I, may, he probably did at some time or another. Yeah. But he wasn't known not for that, I don't believe. Not, maybe not Jack. Who, Milton Berle is who I'm thinking. Yeah, Milton Berle. Milton Berle, okay. not Jack Benny. Milton Different. Berle. See, those are yeah. two different oh, people. I, I'm not old enough to remember those guys. Well, then don't, don't uh, use them as a <laughs> reference point. <laughs> Because I am old enough. <laughs> that was one for me. For you. Uh, anyway, so this whole woke thing, it just occurred to me. The people who are complaining about being anti-woke is the new woke. Yep, you're right. It's uh, come full circle already. When yep. you're right, you're right. Ladies and gentlemen, Rick Minyard has finally Thank come up with uh, a good idea. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. So, all right. So, shall we move on? On to the sound. All right. Uh, our liberal redneck, formerly the hillbilly liberal, Trey mm -hmm. Crowder, um, has some thoughts on this horrible train derailment in uh, Ohio that's got people sick and upset. and uh, It's just an awful story. But here, here he is with some thoughts. Hey, y'all. I think the tragic train derailment in East Ohio is an appropriate indicator of the current state of this capitalist husk of a country. And the company behind it all, Norfolk Southern, they came out the gate handling things with a comically apathetic and heartless approach. They initially had planned to give all the affected townspeople a $1,000 convenience fee. To be fair to them, I imagine watching everything you've ever known go up in chemical flames is probably pretty inconvenient. But the number they landed on is very telling. I picture them in their boardroom just like, okay, sir, you've got to give these people something, all right? Now, the question you have to ask yourself is, what is the value of the entire life and livelihood of one Rust Belt trailer person? Hmm. Uh, thousand bucks? I mean, after all, how much brick-shaped cheese do these people really need, <laughs> you know? Yeah, let's go with that. Oh, but hey, could you put a provision in there that says they have to physically come in to get the check? That way we can have them kneel down and be slapped across the face first in accordance with company policy. Thanks, buddy. The whole thing's been horrific, and it's come with a lot of finger-pointing, of course. Who's to blame? Is it Biden, Buttigieg, Big Train? I think it's the same roiling, toxic lifeblood that's been coursing through this country's veins since at least the damn cotton gin. Corporate greed. 
right? How much clearer of a message could they send that they will never value you over profit? They will never do the right thing. They must be forced at legislative gunpoint to do so. All right. And I don't know who's going to do that. I'm not going to act like the Democrats have stood up to big money enough. On the contrary, I assume they've developed a serious and chronic back condition from all the bending over they've done throughout the years. But the Democrats at least are not openly antagonistic to two of the only forces that actually are working in opposition to this bullshit, unions and regulations. Right before Congress shut their strike down, the rail workers union tried to warn us about this. They said they're cutting, they're cutting costs everywhere. No regards to safety. It's going to end badly. And we collectively responded to that with, all right, buddy, why don't you put your striped hat on and go back to pulling the choo-choo whistle, okay? And look at us now. All right. And regulations, they may be a boring subject, but regulations are the only thing standing between us and a world of neon rivers and canned meat that tastes suspiciously like Uncle Randy. All right. And that's the future the companies want. OK, and the Democrats may not be standing in their way enough, but the Republicans have been rolling out the green carpet for them. Their interests are completely aligned here. Republicans are openly and actively trying to abolish unions, gut the EPA, roll back child labor laws and increase the retirement age. All right. So working people, I want you to look at that shit. Look at East Ohio right now and then look me in the eyes and tell me you still believe they're on your side. Love y'all. So he, he touched on a, something we're going to touch on later, and that is, you know, the Republicans let the market handle it. Let the free market, enterprise, free enterprise handle it. This is what happens when you lower regulations uh, and, 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 you know, get the government out of regulating stuff. Things like this happen. Remember this when we talk about what they're proposing for Social Security now in a few minutes and, you know, what could possibly go wrong, right? Right. So. Uh, yeah, he was in a pretty serious mood today. He uh, was. Already. Well, yeah, he's. He, he that, that, does it's it. hard to make. Yeah, make jokes out, out, out of a train yeah. derailment with all right. that. But that, what an awful situation. I mean, we. Right. And, and the word comes out, oh, it's. And you see those poor bastard city people up there trying to calm the community down. It's okay. Why does. You know, why do I have this taste in my mouth? What, is it safe mm. for my kids? Can you imagine the people in. in in rural Ohio there trying to figure out, do I leave? Do I stay? Well, the water should be fine to drink. <laughs> Are you kidding me? On the other hand, the people in that part of Ohio elected. Yes, people. of course. This is a very, you know, red area, you know, but mm -hmm. do you think they'll get it? Do you think no. they'll? No, no, no. Because they, they, they I don't, well, I shouldn't say that. I hope so. Well, I hope that just something drastic like this changes them, but they continually, they, we, all those, it, not just that part of Ohio, continually elect people yeah. who represent not don't represent their interests. Exactly. And then part of it is because their TVs are frozen on Fox News. Which is another subject we'll get into, so <laughs> let's move on. All right. So uh, Jordan Klepper's at it again. Uh, man on the street. He, he was at Nikki Haley's announcement. Uh, I think uh, we have to listen in. This was great. Nikki Haley, the former South Carolina governor and Trump UN ambassador, has decided to throw her hat in the ring and run against her old boss. So I went to her campaign launch in South Carolina to see if the party was really ready to turn the page. Are you excited about Nikki Haley for president? Very excited. She's done great things for South Carolina. She's tough. She's a woman. Women rule. The Republican Party needs a change and we need someone with Nikki's foreign policy expertise. I love Donald Trump, but I think that she has more of a feminine finesse. You think Trump has a harder time with 
communicating with yes. ladies. He has yes. a harsher approach when it yes. comes to women. He, he, he sometimes has to pay for it. He sometimes yes, he has does. a hard time navigating it. Yes. I mean, I think she's really running to get, like, I don't think she'll win. Oh, so. <laughs> I think it's for VP. So this is just sort of like batting practice. It's just fun to be here. Why not? VP or president, I was curious to see how Haley could win over ardent Trump supporters. I voted for Trump, but I certainly will not be doing that again. When did Trump lose your support? The nail in the coffin for me with Donald Trump. Let me guess. Charlottesville. No. But Okay, let me guess. Kids you're not, not going to guess it. Kids in cages. Nope. The insurrection, January 6th. The, nope. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, wait, hold on. First impeachment. Nope. Second impeachment. Nope. Okay, uh, inviting white supremacists over to Mar-a-Lago. No, but that, I mean, you know, criticizing DeSantis before his election. Wouldn't have guessed it. So that's the line right that there. That was the nail in the coffin. I would have guessed kids in cages. I told you you wouldn't have guessed it. I know. I would have saved you 30 this, minutes. Of this is why you come out and talk to people. You're constantly surprised. Yep. Haley has been either a strong Trump critic or a vocal Trump ally, depending on the time of day. Could this pose a problem? Did you feel like she sufficiently stood up to Donald Trump when she needed to? I, I think she has, and I think Nikki Haley's not afraid to stand up to any male or female with her voice of opinion. Yeah, so after January 6th, she wasn't afraid to say, this is disgusting. That's right. And then a couple weeks later to say they were being too hard on him. Yes, yes, so we agree, I agree uh, totally. An individual respects you if you can stand up to them. So something awful happens, like Charlottesville. She speaks no. her mind. Charlottesville happens, she's not afraid yeah. to criticize Trump, walk right in there and hand in her 52-week notice. Right. right is right, she knows right from wrong. It's a campaign that's distancing itself from the far-right fringe. Except if you look closely at Haley's first speaker, Pastor John Hagee, who has unusual views on the weather. As a candidate, you have that responsibility to not get in the gutter. So hopefully we can stay in a more positive place. Well, the first person I saw on stage was Pastor Hagee, who thinks hurricanes are a punishment for gay people. <laughs> Is that really what he said? How long ago was that? That was, uh, that was around Katrina. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a that's an interesting opening act. Pastor Hagee has said that hurricanes were God's punishment for gays. Oh no. He preaches the gospel. He pre I mean I, I, I followed him for years. Yeah, yeah. But maybe if she wants to attract moderates, come in with a little bit more of a moderate pastor who thinks something more acceptable like tornadoes are caused by too much masturbation. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that that's way out there. No. That's too far. Oh yeah. Gotcha. Sure. Uh, and there's that line again. Good to know. You know, the, the Haley decision to invite Hagee. Uh, yeah. Is it? Uh, I mean, why? Why, why would she do that? I mean, you, I guess you have I know to write she wanted. You have to right there yeah. question her judgment, although she's, her judgment, she's smart enough to know that that, you know, but she's. No, but, 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 I mean, she was wanting to appeal to people that like this guy. Uh, but, and she did apparently, but I, I'm still trying to get over the guy who said that uh, inviting oh. <laughs> a Nazi to Mar-a-Lago. No, uh, no, that's not it. No, no that's not Char it. Charlottesville. No, yeah, no. Uh -uh. no kid, kid, kids in cages. No, 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 mm -hmm. uh -uh. no. First, first was... impeachment. No, second impeachment. No. What the hell was it then? He, well, he criticized he crit DeSantis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, honestly, God. honestly, it, 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 with, with the brilliance of Klepper when he does these things is he just lets them show you how stupid they are. And this isn't as rich an environment as his other Trump rallies are because right. Haley actually has some, you know, not crazy people 
you uh, attending but, uh, her play her rally. I, I love it. I love. I just. I think. I think. Yeah, it goes to our ongoing theme of stupid. How stupid the Republicans are. These okay. Days. Now I want to get to this next yeah. set because it has to do with uh, the Republicans and Social Security. Right. President Biden in his bombshell of an uh, an address. State of, State of the Union. State of the yep. Union. Mm-hmm. He was just fabulous, and the way he caught the Republicans saluting Social Security when you know they didn't, they would have said, they were in a dilemma. They didn't want to sit down when he was calling about Social Security, right. but they didn't want to stand up and applaud well, wildly, and he did that by saying just before he got into Social Security, let's hear it for senior citizens, and they all got up, and Social Security, and they were all, <laughs> they didn't want to sit down all of a sudden. Right. No, so, he, he, he looped them right in, and this has been, this has been, uh, you know, a difficult thing. First of all, Republicans, their base primarily involves voters who are of Social Security age. Yeah. Right. So oh, sure. the vast majority of their voters are reliant on Medicare and Social Security. So when when uh, President Obama accused them of being wanting to eliminate Social Security, they were Obama what? or you're talking How about Biden, right? Dare you? What did I say? Well, you said Obama, but Obama did the same thing. Remember? They- I, okay, then in that case, I meant Obama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. I do that all the time. I know. I just I wanted, to, but I mean, uh, you made a point. Obama said that, and they called him. I did. They called I him did. all kinds of names. I know, you were being sly <laughs> there. That was savvy. That was exactly. really, you know, you roped us in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Biden did the same thing. It's a, it's a. What they call it? They used to call it the third rail, right? You touch Social Security, or you even threaten to, and you're doomed. Well, so, so anyway, he said it in his State of the Union message, and oh. the Republicans were just oh, oh furious. Mike Lee, did you see they cut to him the pictures? His face. Now, this being a podcast, you're probably not going to be able to see my face here, but the expression on Mike Lee's face, I just loved Boy, it. Do the expression. Like, Oh, Rick is making an brilliant right? his head back and forth. He's got his eyebrows raised. He's got his mouth open. He just wet himself. Oh, uh, that, uh, I didn't mention I, that. Oh, you didn't have to say that, uh, for God's sake. Yeah. Well, the, 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 the studio audience. Thank you. Thank you. That studio audience could see what I was doing, and they appreciated. So, apparently. Bottom line, he was acting like that's the like, most horrible thing he's ever done. How heard. dare you accuse us of that? You accuse us of wanting to get rid of... Social Security and Medicare? Are you kidding me? Well, Hannity weighed in then. Uh, you know, now in this last-ditch effort, well, let's lie to uh, senior citizens and scare them to death with lies about Republicans. They want to take away your Social Security and Medicare and cut it. Okay, not a single Republican has ever said it. No Republican supports it. So, yeah, how dare you? Well, let's go to the aforementioned Mike Lee because... These idiots don't realize that there are things called cameras on, you know, and and you can actually videotape and record sound when you guys are making speeches and appearances. Here's Mike Lee. It will be my objective to phase out Social Security, to pull it up by the roots and get rid of it. Okay. Now, if Sean Hannity maybe should get some new research people. Maybe so. There's one Republican. Maybe you overspoke that, right? Well, let's listen in on Ron Johnson the, from the great state, I hate it when they say that, of uh, Wisconsin. Yes, and you know, the defense spending has always been discretionary. The VA spending is discretionary. 
What's mandatory are things like Social Security and Medicare. If, if you qualify for the entitlement, you just get it no matter what the cost. And our problem in this country is that more than 70% of our federal budget, of our federal spending, is all mandatory spending. It's on automatic pilot. It, it never, you just don't do proper oversight. You don't get in there and fix the programs going bankrupt. It's just on automatic pilot. What we ought to be doing is we ought to turn everything into discretionary spending. Turn everything into discretionary spending. That's like what Rick Rick Scott. Rick Scott. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's he's withdrawn that now because he caught so much well, shit yeah, about it. But yeah. he proposed it, which shows you what's in his head. Absolutely. And he proposed that it be sunset, that the Social Security and Medicare be five sunsetted years. for five years. Right. Yeah. And Ron Johnson, I think, came back after that and said one year. It should be one year. Yeah. But the point is that here. And these Let, are the, let's explain what that means, sunset. Yeah. It means that you will authorize the spending for it. Every, you have to reauthorize it every five years, kind of like the, the debts. And we've seen what they have to do with the, raising the debt limit, right? Just mm -hmm. for, for actually paying the bills we've already incurred. So if Republicans were to get a significant uh, change in the composition of Congress, Congress. Mm -hmm. they would eliminate or certainly reduce your Social Security payment. Well, we, the point is we'd have to go through this gut-wrenching oh, period yeah. every five years. Are they going to... Are they going to take away yeah, my money? Right. Yeah. Are we going to starve? What's going to go on? And and it's another way of saying we're going to cut Social Security, Medicare. That's all that is. Mm -hmm. So um, so there's two, uh, Sean. There's a couple of them. What has Lindsey Graham had to say historically? Entitlements are going to consume the budget. Right now, we're at 2050. We're going to have 185% of debt to GDP. Medicare and Social Security and other entitlement programs are worth saving are going to consume the debt. We're down to a small fraction of the, the federal pie to run the discretionary part of government. So entitlement reform is a must for us to not become Greece. They're, they, they're using this new term. This It's not a new term, but this entitlement. That's always been the thing. Entitlement. Mm -hmm. So it's a bad word. Bad. So, uh, well, These I'm people wondering. are entitled. This is like entitlement. Yeah, we paid for it, asshole. I've been paying for it. You've been paying for it our whole lives. When did uh, when did Roosevelt bring in? You know. Okay. Okay. The, stop it. Uh, wait, what? They oh, they. I, I wasn't old enough uh, when. So you weren't working then. Okay. So for your whole life, that I was going to say when you started working was there Social Security, but that would be an insult to say something like that. Uh, when I, yeah, I started working at a very young age. I've yeah, I know you did. I've been paying for five, ten years. No, I've been paying. For, <laughs> truth, truthfully, I've been paying in Social Security. I had never thought about this, but yeah, for uh, sixty-five years, something like that. Yeah, sixty-five I, years. Yeah, I'm pushing fifty at this point. Mm -hmm. Fifty years, and and you know when you go. Yeah, to but work, what did what what did uh, DeSantis say about Social Security? Well, here's the deal. Now we get to the the um, presidential people who want to be president. Okay, so notice the hard line that Mike Lee and Ron Johnson and Lindsey Graham took. No, these guys are never going to be running for president. So now we transition to uh, first DeSantis. So listen to how he does says the same thing, but in a slightly different way. Okay, um, if if you cut spending, you're going to uh, if you cut revenue, you're going to, have to cut spending. And the big uh, big Pac-Man in the budget are Social Security and, and Medicare. Um, what do you propose to do with those, sir? 
why would not change Social Security and Medicare for people who are on the program or, or near retirement at 55 and over just because I think that there's settled expectations there, particularly for people who, who are actually on it now. You know, they've basically planned their life around that, so I wouldn't make changes um, along those lines. But what I think we need to do for people in my generation particularly is start to restructure the program um, in a way that's going to be financially sustainable, both Social Security and Medicare. Um, I think Medicare's, the cost issue with Medicare is that there's no um, sensitivity to price. I mean, you basically go in, it's kind of an open-ended entitlement, things are paid for, um, and, um, and I would want me kind of as a younger guy, you know, to know that, okay, you know, you're going to have, you know, Medicare, but then you're going to, you should, I, I think I should have to also provide um, for myself in certain respects, and if I want kind of a, a really grand policy, then I should be contributing to that and over and above, you know, what Medicare um, has. Okay. That's a politician who has designs on higher office. That's all that is. Well, He's, it is, but he needs, maybe people don't expect to understand. And it's not woke, he should say. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> These people who, who don't want to deal with entitlements are woke. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, no, but he's he's leaning in to say we should transition it to more privatization. And what could go wrong if we so, let the market so handle it? What he's saying is you will get it, but your kids, yeah, yeah so sure. piss on them. They'll, they'll have to pay for you to get it mm -hmm. because that's the way the government has, you know, has has dealt with it. The, the, the younger people are paying for us old geezers now. You know, when remember when uh, Gore talked about the lockbox, they made funny mm -hmm. fun of him for yeah. talking about the lockbox. He was saying we take the Social Security money and, and we put it in a lockbox. You can't touch it. You can't mm -hmm. get in for this, the regular budget needs and all that. You can't touch that money. It's it's sacrosanct. And that, that seems to me to have been a... I'm not sure if the government is capable of doing that, surviving if we yeah, do that. Right. But uh, it, it he was making the point that we need to protect people and protect their future. And we should point out that the same people who are saying all this stuff are, well, who are, who are I should say, let, let me back up, the, the conservatives who rely on Social Security, rely on Medicare, I love it when they start screaming about socialism, first of all, mm -hmm. right? Don't you love that? Just keep your cotton pick and government hands off my Social Security. Well, look, the Republicans were against Social Security when Roosevelt uh, got it. Mm -hmm. The Republicans were against, uh, opposed to Medicare when Johnson got it through. The Republicans are opposed to every progressive social program in existence. What makes us think that they have changed? If anything, they've gotten more hardened. They just These are programs that are popular, programs that people find essential to their well-being. It's also the reason why the uh, longevity longevity has increased to where we now live toward a average yeah. about 80 years well and these these same people are upset and and outraged when biden does things like negotiate drug prices down you know things mm -hmm. that will save medicare money save uh, the, the the government uh, money these programs save money there you can't be upset that that happens and in other words you know back the the pharmaceutical companies and all that and their profits and worry about it going broke you can't have it both ways when you mm -hmm. do things to try and shore it up and and ensure its long-term right. survivability you can't be upset at that and 
wanted let's to- face it, the an- another answer could be what the Democrats are proposing, and that is to raise taxes, make the right. rich pay more. Right. Pay more uh, and pay longer. Pay, yeah. yeah, exactly. We might all, at one point, have to contribute more in order to have the way of life uh, that we should have. Right. A, a minimum de- guarantee of a certain way of life, and that is... That is socialism. Right. We have a, we already a form have socialism. Of democratic socialism. A, a, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, so a uh, fi- couple of clips here with Mike Pence dealing with this, this issue, and I still find it hilarious that Mike Pence thinks he can be president of the United States. I was a part of it when George W. Bush proposed Social Security reform in 2005. Uh, the time has come for us to have the kind of leadership that says to everyone that's got hair the same color as me, Nothing's going to change for you. Yeah, but what about people with beautifully chemically altered hair like mine? <laughs> what happens to me considering I pay into Social Security and should be entitled to those benefits later? He doesn't address that, shockingly. But let's hear more from Mike Pence, who wants to privatize Social Security. To give younger Americans better choices that would also be better for the country. I think is an idea whose time has come. There's a way back. There are modest reforms in entitlements that can be done without disadvantaging anybody at the point of the need. Doubt it. And actually, I think I think the day could come when we could re- we could replace the new deal with a better deal. There's his buzz. The better deal is privatizing Social Security and having your retirement savings 100% tied to risk. That's the market. Privatize it. Get it involved in the market. Well, because said, what could go wrong with the market, right? He's basically with the uh, addition of the market, but he's really saying the same thing to Sanders is. Yeah, yeah he, uh, exactly. These are the guys who want to run for office. They're not as hardcore mm-hmm. as the other two. Finally, here's what, if, if unless you don't believe what Mike Pence just said, or in case you don't, here's Mike Pence reiterating. That says we're never even going to talk about reforming 70% of the federal budget. That's what entitlement, Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, are all in that cash. And, and we, we simply are not going to restore the fiscal health of this nation by simply nibbling at the edges of the federal budget. I, I submit to you that uh, we have to have a conversation about reforming entitlements in the days ahead. I think we can replace the New Deal programs with a better deal. I think in Social Security, you can keep all the promises that you made to seniors. You can, people that will retire within the next 20 years, no changes. But to give options to younger Americans to invest a portion of their Social Security in a private savings account and get a better deal, uh, I think is an idea whose time will come. Okay, you go with that, Mike, and see what happens. Yeah, I'd say you you run on that, campaign mm-hmm. on that. In fact, double down, triple down. But I, I just want to re- remind everybody uh, what Sean Hannity said. Uh, you know, now in this last-ditch effort, well, let's lie to uh, senior <laughs> citizens and scare them to death with lies about Republicans. They want to take away your Social Security and Medicare and cut it. Okay, not a single Republican has ever said it. No Republican supports it. Okay. Okay, that's the lacking in research uh, personality. No, it's it's on not Fox lack, News, it, it's Sean not, Hannity. Yeah, it's not lacking in research. He's lying. It, that's, okay, and that that is a great segue. Thank you. Uh, to uh, what uh, I would like to talk about now, and that is Fox News. Fox News is a media crime family. If this mm-hmm. doesn't convince you of that, this story, 
then uh, nothing will. Uh, they have long since sacrificed their right to news and their title. They're simply a propaganda arm of the Republican mm-hmm. Party, and I think we have to find another title when we're talking about Fox News uh, to, to the news part. Right. So think about that as we're dealing. I haven't come up with anything very clever yet, but uh, I'm, I'm going to think about it, although I'm going to be talking and I can't talk and think at Thank the you. same time. Uh, <laughs> Here it is. Fox is being sued by Dominion Voting Systems for one and a half billion dollars, actually one point six billion for spreading the lie that the company had intentionally and illegally rigged their voting machines to give Biden the win. Well, of course, that didn't happen. But Fox News, Dominion, has uh, found uh, a mountain of evidence. Oh, yeah. The hardest part about a defamation case, from what I can um, what I've read, is Proof that they knew they were defaming. You know, so they this were, evidence right? that they have found uh, finds without, you know, you can't challenge this because it's in writing that Fox News personalities like Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity and the others, several others, oh, what's her name? Laura, Laura Ingram. Ingram yep. uh, knew full well the charge against Dominion was bullshit. They laughed about it. They had interchanging texts saying, can you believe this bullshit? Uh, so, and, 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 you know, and then they go in the air and, and promote the case that Dominion was, was, uh, committing fraud in the election by rigging their machines. Carlson went so far as to, as to, uh, uh, want to fire one of their news reporters who was reporting that it was apparently, Absolutely. you know, there was no re- evidence of, of a fraudulent election. Right. Because right. I mean, be, they, because they were worried about their audience going to Newsmax. Their audience wants to hear what they w- want to hear. They don't mm-hmm. want to hear what is real. They don't want to hear truth and, and factual stuff. And, and here's a, a proof of that. Uh, th- and by the way, it's all about money. It's of course. Money. Even, even Rupert Murdoch uh, was caught uh, saying how mm-hmm. it was ridiculous that uh, the charges against Dominion. Well... The reason they feel the way they do is that they made a huge mistake in their view in calling the election for Biden on election night. They were the first to do right. so. That, well, uh, in Arizona, the Arizona result, it was not even the whole election. It was just Arizona. Remember? Well, didn't they call anything? They called the election as for Biden. They called the election for Biden. Well, uh, I, think, the I think it was to do the, so. yeah, but I no, think it wasn't. Was, it wasn't Arizona. It may have been Arizona that put him over the top. Maybe, maybe so. But that but was they the did big call thing. the election for Biden. And what happened was it cost them list viewers, many, many viewers. They started, they were so aggravated that Fox News had told the truth that they started abandoning Fox News. Right. The, the ratings were down, the money was down, the money from commercials. And Rupert Murdoch was, he was, he said, whoa, whoa, well, what are we going to do? And of course, what they decided to do is what they did during the Trump era and every year since and that is going right along with the republican line the outrage that trump was talking about the dominion machines they just lied their way from um, sunrise to sunset every day and then when they got deposed remember sean hannity said i didn't believe it for a minute Mm -hmm. and yet he was on the show every night and what did it saying, you know, and, and interviewing Sidney, whatever her name is, Powell. Powell and Rudy Giuliani and Mike Lindell and all the rest of them. What did it result in? It resulted in a fucking riot at the Capitol where people died. 
and 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 we all know what happened there. That's what it resulted in. They have as much blood on their hands as Trump and Giuliani and Powell and the rest of them. Well, maybe more because they've got a bigger audience. Well, they're the ones that gave them the audience to say that stuff. That's the the point. Mm-hmm. And they pushed that stuff. So yeah, they're you know. But how do how do they? And I guess you just have to hit them in the pocketbook because you can't. And- and to show you what a den of jackals they are, that you alluded to this, they, uh, Sean Hannity and Carlson conspired to get one of their colleagues fired for daring to fact check false claims about the election. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and Somebody out. from the news di- division, right? Supposedly this reporter from their own news division. I'm not clear. Are, aren't they all in the news division? Some of them, are they, a, they should be the truth division. And, <laughs> they, I don't know that they have one. <laughs> well, they, uh, they are trying to, you know, uh, for instance, MSNBC doesn't call themselves a news station like NBC News does. NBC News runs their own operation. MSNBC mm-hmm. is kind of the opinion Port. But Fox News, they try to walk the, the both sides of that line. They have, you know, Brett Baer and and Britt Hume, I think, are kind of their news yeah, Brit, guys. Not I Brit mean, Hume. Oh, my God. In uh, theory, he's a news host, uh, you know. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, and he's an opinion guy. I mean, he's identified yeah. as such. Uh, so I guess that would, that would be fair. But th- have you come up with a title? No, I haven't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Fox... Uh, I've call, I've come up with Fox liars, but that you know, yeah, Fox good. dicks. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, I mean, faux news is the is the easy news. one that everyone everyone. Well, no, that's still got news in the title. This I can't know have news in the title. Well, but at least oh, oh the faux news, faux news, not fake, the news. It, right? It I, means you know what? It's kind of the opposite. Good. It's that's been high. used and done. I know and all it has that, been, but, it, but we could we could that's that's good. That's as that's good as best. any. Yeah, that's the best faux news. It's very it's very descriptive. I, I vote, uh, just cast my vote for faux news. I think, uh, no, any any objections? Say no. Is yeah, that the, F-O? The, F- F-A-U-X. I know. Yeah. I just would. Oh, faux, P-H-O. Uh, no, that's uh, the noodle stuff. Or it could be, they're the place faux news. Oh, I like that. Uh, see, ethnic, but, uh, you're getting ethnic now. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, Keith Oberman. Keith Oberman, I believe, is the Tucker Carlson of the left, except he tells the truth. He does. He, does. he tells the truth, but he is outrageous. Right. He is outrageous, and yet you just can't help wanting to listen uh, to listen to his podcast. So I think he and put this together. The problem he has, and the problem we have in getting him into that territory, is that nobody will hire him. No, because he's, he's apparently such an asshole. Besides being, you know, out there and outrageous, that's one thing. But he's apparently insufferable yeah, to work just, with. Yeah, but you know what? MSNBC should just... Bite the bullet, you think? Bite the bullet. I think so. Uh, They did something I still don't understand in taking Rachel Maddow, who was the queen of MSNBC, taking her off of MSNBC except for one night a week. That Why just bother? I don't don't think they did it. I think she did it. (laughs) Well, I don't know who did it, but they had to... They needed to have some time. They probably did to get a backup plan. Yeah. Well, instead of putting very nice lady whose name I can't Al- remember, Alex Wagner. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, in there, uh, she's good, but she's not dynamic. She's nothing about her mm-hmm. invites me to make it appointment listen uh, viewing. But um, well, but they should just get deal with it and get uh, Keith. Keith Oberman in there. I, I, uh, except uh, from from what I gather, Rachel 
will not allow Keith Olbermann to have. How can, well, then let her go. I mean, you're almost letting her go anyway. Let her just go over to NBC and have nothing to do with MSNBC. They're paying her $30 They've million a, a year. To, they can't have her dictate yeah. the demise of MSNBC. Keith Olbermann would bring viewers, and he tells the truth. I wouldn't advocate this if he was a liar like Ty, Tucker Carlson, but I believe they need someone. Remember his old worst person in the world, oh, how yeah. popular he's, that he's was? St- You'd tune in to one of He still of does it. He still does it. Yeah, he does on it his on podcast. his podcast. Yeah. Although it, does, it seems different. He, he's not, he's, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, he, 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 that's where he belongs. He, yeah, yeah, no place I mean, else well, that I can think of, it, but it's yeah. essential, and I can only think one guy they could do it, and that is Tucker Carlson. I mean, <laughs> Keith Olbermann. And that is Keith Olbermann. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I, you know, I would l- like to hear him uh, or see him, be able to see him. But like you said, I think he is so, so radioactive for well, whatever he is. reason. He is, and that's part of the reason they won't get him. But uh, think about it. He's not doing anything to endear himself and say, I've been, no, I'll be a good no. boy. He's Oh, he's continuing to alienate anybody in the business yeah who he's ever come in contact with (laughs) right because he's apparently given up uh, on getting a job i think they should restart negotiations and pay him a bunch of money and get him in there and you watch what will happen to the ratings well except who who, i again i don't know it sounds like half the half the state half the network would would resign or something i don't know oh they wouldn't they need jobs just like everybody else he claims uh, he claims to have gotten rachel maddow her job in the first place he does and maybe he did he, uh, yeah. i know she came he came she came on while he was there and already established as their as their key person i think and, uh and he i complains think, about it he says she won't speak to him anymore and i don't know, you know. what kind of broadcaster he is but al franken should have a show somewhere mm-hmm. uh, he, uh he is well he had that radio show but he's a little yeah, he's a little quirky, slow. a little yeah. slow, little slower paced. He wouldn't be good in prime time, probably. But um, I, yeah. uh, you, you, there is, I've run it through my brain, and I can't think of a single person other than him that fits what need, well, they I, need. Well, I I used spot. to think uh, Steve Steve Schmidt would have would be. Good. I don't think he's a good no. host though. He's a better no. guest than he is right. a host. Right. He'd go off on his. Uh, soliloquies and mm-hmm. and you kind of they're brilliant but it's not yeah no, there's, there's you, th- you think about it until next week and see if you've come up with an alternative but they need someone in that slot that can produce like uh rachel maddow did you tell me who could do that well, i can't and, think of a single person on the left other than keith Oberman. right now i think uh i would agree with you let me mm-hmm. let me put some thought to it okay I'll and we can we week. can solve this do I, do I get paid to program this station the network over sure. there mm-hmm. yeah okay good who do i talk to about uh, that oh just talk to me it'll be about <laughs> as much good okay uh, wait a minute wait oh are, are, are i, I thought i thought that was your big i have another hour's worth of material here okay never mind if you'd like to continue today's discussion or comment on something else entirely Check us out on Facebook at Friends of Minyard and Minyard. We'd love to hear from you and feel free to make it your home for freewheeling discussions on the topics that are driving the news. 